Today's episode of Necronomapod is brought to you by Beardology. There are a lot of imitators out there, but there's only one place I buy my beard oil. Beardology beard oil nourishes your skin and won't leave you with that greasy feel. With over 17 cents available in their extensive product line, I trust my beard to Beardology. You can find Beardology at beardology.co. Use code NECRO15 to receive 15% off your purchase. Beardology, discover the best way to avoid the shave. Kyle Odom was a Marine Corps vet who graduated with a degree in biochemistry, won several scholarships and awards, and was accepted into Baylor University's PhD program. Kyle Odom also believed that he was being stalked by aliens who over the course of two years were trying to convince him that humans were just their own genetic experiment. This slowly destroyed Odom's life as he eventually snapped and lashed out with violence and then tried to contact the President of the United States to thank him for his fight against this Martian race. Kyle Odom also claims a group of aliens once surrounded him and tried to force him to suck their dicks. So there's that. I'm Mike. I'm Ian. And I'm Dave. If you're a fan of grocery store hand jobs, stick around. A French baguette is not the hardest thing in this bakery. This is Necronomapod. Well, today Odom was on his Facebook page. He posted a bizarre rant about why he opened fire on Pastor Tim Remington, and that post helped lead authorities to him. ABC News now confirming that police were able to track Odom after this post, in which he said, the world is ruled by an ancient civilization from Mars. Pastor Tim was one of them, and he was the reason my life was ruined. I shot Pastor Tim 12 times. There is no way any human could have survived that event. Odom also changed his profile picture to a hand drawing of a creature with green eyes. That same picture found in a manifesto Odom sent to KXY4 News. The pages of that rambling statement laid out his belief that Remington was a Martian. So this is something different for us, talking about a basketball player who married a Kardashian, and I think he was voted the sixth man award at one point, right? Today's episode, Uh, Lamar Odom. (laughs) Took me a second. (laughs) What was his manifesto all about? I think fucking a Kardashian and how awful. It's not a bad manifesto. Well, did you see the Kardashian he was fucking? It was not a great one. (laughs) Who was it? Which one? Not the good one. I don't know. She's much better now, right? Which one? I I don't remember their names. She was the the youngest of the original three. She's the one that they they suspect might be OJ's daughter. Oh, is that the one that dated Tristan Thompson? Yes. Oh, okay. She's working her way through the NBA? She dated Tristan for a long time. I think they were married, weren't they? They have a kid, her and Tristan. I think they were married, weren't they? Her and Lamar Odom were married. All right. I thought she was married to Tristan, too, because she was always at the Cavs games and, yeah, s- and stuff. Tristan was supposedly cheating on her. That's in the new Kanye West album. He straight up calls out Tristan. No one brought up Kanye. <laughs> we're not talking We're talking Kanye. about Tristan Thompson. We're talking about the forgotten Odom boyfriend, Lamar. <laughs> didn't, and then he ended up like ODing, didn't he? Yeah, he kind of Vegas? Went, yeah. yeah. At the Bunny Ranch. Bunny oh, yeah. Ranch. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And now he's got a whole episode de- dedicated just to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he wishes. <laughs> he wishes he had that Necronomapod attention. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure he does. Yeah, he's wishing right now. Anyways, Kyle Odom. Yeah, this one, this is a, this is a wild story. And it's a little different than what we normally do. Because we were thinking about doing an alien one. And it's just kind of, I mean, it ties in, but. This is very much an alien heavy no. theme. Just not really. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, much like Betty and Barney Hill, it's very much not really, but it's a story <laughs> nonetheless. I don't know if that's accurate. Well, millions of people disagree. So let's get into to Kyle Odom's story. On March 6, 2016, Pastor Tim Remington was on his cell phone talking to his son in the parking lot of the Altar Church in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. That's when 30-year-old Kyle Odom walked up and fired a gun at him 12 times at point-blank range, hitting him six times. How bad of a shot do you have to be to shoot someone at point-blank range 12 times and only hit them six? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're I, not, I'm not, not a marksman. I'm not a much of a, 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 a gunsmith, and I don't shoot guns very often, but point-blank range? You're yeah. going to hit a motherfucker only half the time? Yeah. That's like getting on a boat and trying to shoot water and missing half the time. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like he just walked right up to him. He was squirming, probably. Yeah, he's probably we'll blame nervous. it on that, I guess. It's a terrible story, and it sucks for the... Uh, the guy who got shot, but oh, I'm just yeah. saying, you're going to shoot 12 times and only hit six? Maybe it was raining. The fuck does that have to I do with know. it? Like <laughs> Millie Vanilli said, blame it on the rain. <laughs> oh, gosh. It doesn't rain in Idaho, I actually think. They no, get like one inch a year. Blame it on the rain. <laughs> <laughs> so Tim was hit once in the back and once in the pelvis before falling down. And then four more bullets hit him, three in his side and one in the arm, which the one in the arm ricocheted off his uh, his bone and then shot up into his head. Ugh. And then sometime on the next on Monday, the next day on March 7th, it was reported that Tim would survive <laughs> being shot. Good for Tim. Motherfucker shot you 12 times at point blank range. You live. Yeah. You only got hit half the time. It's a Jesus miracle. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, boy. It was Easter time, right? Maybe Ernest mm-hmm. Angley healed him. <laughs> what episode did we talk about Ernest on? Mm, I don't remember. It wasn't too long ago, was it? A couple weeks. We record so many of these. Mm-hmm. Heal. <laughs> <laughs> we figured out he was like 100 and fucking 140, right? Yeah, he's still alive. He's got in trouble for trying to have sex with a... Uh... Little boy? Well, it was... Of age, but mm. yeah, another guy, which he was very anti-gay. Oh, of so. course he was. Yeah. yeah, shocker. Ian's not joking. He is literally like 140 <laughs> years old. Like we're setting records here, folks, and his ears keep getting bigger. <laughs> They're at this point nine inches long each. <laughs> Don't even want to know how long his nutsack is. <laughs> so by the time it was reported that Tim would survive, Kyle Odom was already on a plane to Washington, D.C., And on March 8th, Kyle hopped on Facebook and added 50 random people as friends and then changed his profile picture to a strange drawing of an alien, which we posted in the uh, on Instagram for the Did all the randos accept his Facebook request? I think so. People trying to get those those uh, likes up, Dave. You got to get those numbers up. I I don't know why he added... uh, did they think it was Speaking Lamar Odom which, requesting it? Well, it could have been. <laughs> Speaking of which, do you know how many uh, DMs and requests uh, we get on our Instagram from like like just spam porn sites? We get a ton on the Necronomapod one. What do they I, want? 
Well, they want you to check out their photos and then mm. probably subscribe to their website or whatever it is. But uh, we had not gotten any more than after we posted that uh, uh, politis photo with that mustache. And girls <laughs> like, hell yeah, give me a slice of that. We get like every day we get probably two to three different either DMs or follow requests from a uh, uh, some kind of spam porn site. OK, do we do we access the site? We do not get oh, access to the okay. site. <laughs> Do we get like free logins or anything? Well, cool. if they'll start sending us stuff like that, maybe, but that's not what they're sending us. So in this description of the alien is from Kyle's notes, huge eyes that stuck out of the sockets, yellow slash brown irises, projecting muzzle with negative 45 degree nostrils, huge mouth, dark green skin, and... Mm. Everybody's seen the picture now. Is this if the you same? have not seen it, check out our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. It's posted up there. Is this the same alien that got Barney Hill in the pooper, are we thinking? <laughs> well, I, I believe think... that was a classic gray, Dave. Right. And he said they looked like not they were dressed like Nazis. Pretty sure these ones were just naked. They didn't have any clothes. Mm. I like the negative forty five degree nostrils. Very specific. Very specific. That's the one you want, right? <laughs> yeah. That's very specific. The negative 45 degrees is very specific. So after making the changes to his Facebook account, Kyle landed in Washington, D.C. and headed over to the White House. Once he was there, Kyle threw an envelope over the fence of the White House and was immediately arrested by a Secret Service. Can't be throwing shit over the. the Apparently, house. It's, it's frowned nope, upon. You I can't. Guess. You, you really can't storm the White House like that, nor toss yeah. anything over it, over the fence. So inside the envelope was a letter that said in big bold letters, "The truth about Kyle Odom" in a flash drive. The flash drive contained a 43-page document, including a manifesto, a letter to President Obama, and a list of Martians inside the government, and various details about the Martians. Was Jeff Sessions one of those Martians? You know what? I don't I'm know. I'm guessing he was. There was a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, popular politicians on his hmm. list, Democrat and Republican. It was okay. just a long-ass list of people. Among these documents were uh was proof of Kyle's time in the Marines, his degree in biochemistry and his acceptance to earn his PhD. There it's just like a ton of transcripts and stuff in there about his schooling and all the stuff that he was able to accomplish. So he was a smart guy. Yeah, he was a really smart guy. That's some jack off from the corner. Yeah. And uh and his manifesto is is a a really fascinating and scary look into uh into the spiraling mind of someone with untreated schizophrenia. Kyle starts out by laying out who he is and why he shot Tim Remington. Born and raised in North Idaho. Grew up in a loving family. Joined the Marine Corps after high school. Developed an interest in science. Went to school for a degree in biochemistry. Won numerous scholarships and awards. Graduated magna cum laude, then got invited to a prestigious university to work on genetics. Check my personal documents. As you can see, I'm pretty smart. I'm also 100% sane, 0% crazy. <laughs> and then as far as why he shot Tim Remington, he gives a brief summary before getting into the full story. My life was ruined. Ruined by an intelligent species of amphibian humanoid from Mars. I wish I was joking. Keep reading, motherfuckers. 
They were here long before we ever existed. Their technology is millions of years more advanced than ours. I've seen them do things that defy all comprehension. They have a massive breeding stock of humans, which they breed and control from birth. They use these humans to live vicarious lives among us. They appear to be completely normal because they're good at imitating human behavior. The actual Martians live deep underground here and inside of the moon. They, they take control of wild human beings and use them as sex slaves. Don't believe me? Ask President Obama to take a lie detector test on this one. They tried to take me, but they were unable to control my mind. They've been following me ever since. I tried everything to get my life back. I begged, bargained, and threatened. Everything I tried to do was sabotaged. I attempted suicide twice, but they stopped me both times. My last resort was to take actions that would bring this to the public's attention. Okay, so let's unpack this a little bit. <laughs> That's a lot to um, unload there. 100% sane, 0% crazy. So first off, are amphibian humanoids real, Ian? Well, I, I believe maybe that's a bonus episode. I I would assume he's pulling from the the theory of the reptilians on that. Mm-hmm. What do you mean pulling? He's telling the truth here. What yeah, this is he knows. If you're lying, you call it a diary. If you're telling the truth, you call it a manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's got some uh, some hollow moon stuff in here. Them living inside the moon, and and that's something I've never heard of before. The moon's hollow. Yeah. Hollow moon. Yeah. What the, the fuck's in there? <clears throat> Imagine if it was spaghettios. How awesome if it was spaghettios? <laughs> oh, well, he's got a mix of every like the, the this breeding stock of humans, which they breed and control. It sounds like a mix of you know they live and invasion of the body snatchers yeah. and the Matrix. It's like every sci-fi movie he's just pulling parts from. And then he's got hollow earth, too, because he talks about that they're living in the earth and stuff. And then wild human beings as sex slaves. I mean, is Jason <laughs> Sudeikis one of these aliens? <laughs> is Olivia Wilde? Is wild human beings? Is she a sex slave here? We saw the Blumpkin. I mean, it fits. Boom. Dave's putting mm-hmm. it together, folks. You should see the map he's got drawn on the wall right now. <laughs> Fucking Charlie Day over here. Not sure what's going on here. Kyle's story starts during his time at the University of Idaho in 2014. Due to stress from his last semester of schooling, he became interested in meditation as a way to relax. In February of 2014, he details an out-of-body experience he had during one of these meditation experiences. I don't think that's the point of meditation. What's that? To have an out-of-body experience. I mean, some people are... It's going to, for that. It's just to relax, right? And just put your mind at ease and be zen. I would and, think, yeah. Well, that's what, I mean, and this stuff is, and what we're going to get into here is stuff that you can hear on Coast to Coast or whatever, talking mm-hmm. about like astral projecting and stuff is what it sounds like. Hear more about Coast to Coast in our Art Bell episode <laughs> available in our archives. Major Ed Dames and uh, remote viewing. Yeah. I myself have remote viewed. Into Olivia Wilde's bathroom. Don't give it away. Let them listen to the Art Bell episode. Now in our top 10 most popular episodes. Thanks to all of you listeners out there who tuned in after our relentless uh, plugs for it. Blumpkin. (laughs) Hashtag Blumpkin. So with this experience, he said it was very peaceful until he noticed a blue beam of light. As the beam got brighter, he felt the presence of another being. 
he says it felt like he shouldn't be there, like in another realm of consciousness. Hmm. As he tried to leave, the feeling changed into a, quote, unconditional love. Interesting. I bet the sweet sounds of Sade were playing in this place. (laughs) I'm just guessing. He said that this being was a female, (laughs) and it felt like they had made a strong connection. When he woke up, he had tears in his eyes and felt an extreme sense of loss. After trying to meditate a few more times to get back to this female being with no success, he decided to just give up on the meditation stuff and just focus on school. So he had a sex dream about a hot chick and he was pissed when he woke up, right? That happens. Maybe he heard a Sade song and just thought it was shit and didn't want to hear it anymore. I, I don't think that that's what happened at all. That's a total mis- It turns out I have heard of Sade before, though. Um, Freaking, what's his name? Uh, Lil John sings about her all the time. Sade! <laughs> so I have heard of her, so. But I didn't realize until I li- went back and listened to his stuff. Big fan. <laughs> Shot A. That's ridiculous. So, so Kyle attributes this experience with uh, with this female being in the in the blue light to making his schooling all of a sudden be extremely easy. Like he had tapped into something in his mind, and about a month later, he started to interview at graduate schools. And he was accepted into Baylor to complete his Ph.D. Uh, Once he started the program, he said he could see flaws in every professor's research. His, quote, mind was so expanded, he felt like school was just a waste of his time, so he dropped out. Goddamn. That sounds like acid. (laughs) (laughs) The day after he decided to drop out, he started to have trouble sleeping, and that's when two graduate students reached out to him to start hanging out named Eugene and Brandon. And this is what he said of his, of his experience with them. So it seemed unusual. They would contact me when I went to see them. They both kept pointing their finger at me and saying, like they were shooting a gun. They did this over and over. And I kept wondering what the problem was. Months later, when I left Houston, I was told that Eugene and Brandon were not human. They were tasked with making me into the next school shooter, as they called it. I imagine this is why many of our school shootings take place. (laughs) Can we just hear that one more time? That's an assault rifle, folks. (laughs) So who who told them this? Told by who? Oh, who told them they were aliens? It's never said. Well, Dave, who told him half this stuff he saw? I don't, I'm pretty certain after reading his whole manifesto that Eugene and Brandon did not exist. I think they were just complete... Uh, they were made up? I think they were just hallucinations. They were just a couple of homies that wanted to make a new friend? No. They didn't even exist. All right. Well, and that's the thing to... Pew, pew, <laughs> pew, pew, pew. I, I picture like green lasers coming out like it's a cheesy 70s or 80s sci-fi movie. Pew, 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 pew. Well... And that's the thing to to kind of keep in mind throughout this is with schizophrenia. I mean, those are one hundred percent real, solid hallucinations. Yeah, you know laughing I mean? at someone who's very sick, and that's not okay. Well, I mean, we're we're having fun with the story. Yeah, but I mean, so this is one hundred percent real, like real solid people. 
going pew pew and <laughs> to make yeah. him to make him into a school shooter. I like how you did your gun sideways, like you're like a thug. You're like pew 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 pew. Like, I couldn't really hear you. Did, did you mean to say this? So Kyle then, in his manifesto, he jumps to spring of 2015, where he gets an interview to work for a food company. The night before the interview, he said that he got no sleep, which never happened to him before. He also said that his face looked unrecognizable in the mirror and that the interview didn't go well. As soon as the interview was over, he felt back to normal again and his face and his face looked fine. So was it some sort of alien interviewing him? I don't know. I don't even know if that's mm. real. I don't know if like I think I think this is a mixture of some of this being real mm-hmm. and and like maybe a half and half. By a food company, we mean like he applied at like a Chipotle. He was probably like sitting there in like a Chipotle restaurant interviewing. Yeah. Which is crazy. This guy's super smart. Oh, yeah. This guy could actually be doing some shit. This is what schizophrenia can just uh, creep up on somebody. So next, he headed to an airport. And this is where he says that his story, quote, gets weird. Oh, this is where it gets weird. (laughs) Okay. On his plane ride back to Idaho... He says that an old man kept looking back at him, and once this old man got his attention, his head started to, quote, tingle and hurt. At the same time his head started to hurt, Kyle says that the man gave him an evil smile. (laughs) It's like Dr. Evil in the back of the plane, (laughs) telepathically attacking him. His headache got worse as the plane ride went on, and every time it got worse, he said the man made notes on a pad of paper. Then someone held up a newspaper that had a headline saying psychic reading, and this person held it up for five minutes without moving. Kyle felt like they were trying to do something to him, and once they landed, the old man kept holding up his track phone and looking at Kyle, quote, as if to, say, get one of these. Man, can you imagine having this psychosis? It's It's intense. It's terrifying. And that's the thing is I don't, you know, it could be because with schizophrenic people, they always, they see everything as a sign. Mm -hmm. So he could have just seen this guy hold up his phone a couple of times. Like he was making a call and been like, you know, and saw that as, Mm. as something. Kyle said that he had applied to multiple, multiple government agencies. So he thought that this incident on the plane might've, uh, might be part of a job interview. Do they normally do that? The government get on the plane with you and give you <laughs> secret tests like this. Well, we don't know how you get in the CIA days. You don't right. know. Okay, point taken. He then decided to buy a track phone and checked it every day for a call or a text message, thinking that the government was going to get a hold of him. About a month later, he said he received a text from someone named John Padula asking him to come to the altar church. When Kyle decided to go, he said. After I got there and went inside, something felt very wrong. I felt as if my life was in danger, and I became so uncomfortable, I had to leave. So, do we know how they found this guy? Like, did they really send him messages? How did they find him? Well, yeah, was there actually any proof this phone existed? Not exactly, but when we get into it later, when he starts talking about receiving um, 
text messages from Tim Remington with Bible quotes. I I think that he might have, when he first went there, signed, like gave his cell phone number and then was getting like mass texts. Like, you know, like... Like daily morning, like just texts like, hey, God loves you. Have a great day. Yeah, like some automated thing. Dave signs up for all that shit. Oh, I get him every morning. <laughs> I, I, Dan, I kneel down. And what's down, fucking I annoying about Jesus. this guy is this motherfucker will forward them to you. Also, I get them from him every day, yeah. sending me fucking Bible quotes and get you motivated oh, for the day. Jesus, I, I get him at five a.m. I get up at five oh five a.m. and I pray to Jesus for like an hour, and then he <laughs> sends them to me. He sends them to my email, my Twitter, my Instagram, <laughs> my texts. He leaves me voicemails, reading me the scripture. <laughs> this guy. So yeah, and like, and like we were saying, he started to receive these text messages from Tim Remington, and he said that these were threatening texts disguised in Bible verses. Yeah, I bet. Always talking about, <laughs> quote, their power. So, I mean, that's why I think it was, was like these, like a, a mass text thing, talking about like the power of God and stuff, and mm-hmm. he was just interpreting it. Because he says in his thing that he would would just sit there and try to figure out what the code was within these Bible verses, like what they were trying to say to him. Yeah, good luck with that, buddy. Yeah. Fans of the show, if you get Bible texts from anyone, just delete them <laughs> and block the well, number from ever sending you, you again. If you signed up for them, then you should enjoy them. Even if you signed up for them, just no. delete them and block them from ever being received again. But have you ever read some of those Old Testament Bible verses? Can you interpret some of that shit? Oh, no. It's fucking insane. We talked about that on the Roswell episode when you read that nonsense. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I read that 19 times. I don't know what it says. Yeah, it was written by goat fuckers <laughs> who didn't know where the sun went at night. You don't need to understand them. Just delete them. <laughs> That's the second time they've been called goat fuckers. Goat fuckers. <laughs> they'd be re- they've been rewritten five thousand times since then. And Nonsense. have you call Leviticus a goat fucker? <laughs> I will not stand for that, man. <laughs> so Kyle ignored these texts until he received one that just said angels, and then he said that helicopters started flying Which is around a weird his fucking house. Text. Angels. If that came from the pastor or the or the the church. That's a weird one, just it, angels. Yeah. But again, it, we don't know. It, it, yeah, Shut I. <laughs> so he had these helicopters flying around his house. And wanting to get to the bottom of it, Kyle contacted this John Padula to meet for coffee. And about this, Kyle said, After making the appointment to meet John, something very bizarre happened. I received the most unnatural erection I've ever had. It felt like someone was manually pumping my blood into my penis. I don't know how to describe it. Immediately after that, a song began playing in my mind. The lyrics went, Sister, sister, he's just a plaything. We want to make him stay up all night. I had never heard this song before, and I had no idea what it meant. I tried to ignore it and kept searching for jobs. A few minutes later, the song quit playing. Uh, Oh, Okay. (laughs) So that's a talking head song. Talking head song, right? So I would assume What that song he, is that? It's called Stay Up Late. So I would assume that he heard that song somewhere throughout that day. Right. And, and he has helicopters flying around like Henry Hill and Goodfellas. Yeah. Following him. Except Henry Hill actually had helicopters flying around watching him. Right. <laughs> Later that night, Kyle said that the song came back and he didn't get any sleep. 
And then in the morning, he heard a voice tell him, quote, you're going to be uncomfortable. All you have to do is breathe. Well, that's a Katy Perry song. <laughs> no, I'm no, just kidding. Not. I was going to say. <laughs> so then, then the voice told him, quote, you will be sacrificed like Jesus and then get beheaded. God damn. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus got beheaded? <laughs> yeah, that's new. What book is that in? Uh, I don't know any Bible. <laughs> It's not. Spoiler <laughs> alert, it's not in the Bible. Obviously scared, because, I mean, if you were going through this, you'd be absolutely terrified. Kyle decided to go visit his parents in Albuquerque, so he bought a one-way plane ticket. So I would imagine on the plane, hijinks ensued, and we'll get into that right after this. We like to drink beer. A lot of it. After a long night of drinking and talking crime and conspiracies... There's nothing that wakes us up and gets us ready to start the day better than just brew coffee. With a great selection of roast levels to choose from, you're guaranteed to find one that suits your style. Small batch roasted to highlight the unique features of each coffee bean, Just Brew Coffee caters to both casual and hardcore coffee drinkers alike. Since 2010, Just Brew Coffee has worked tirelessly to perfect the roasting process and technique, which has resulted in seriously delicious, always flavorful, and never bitter tasting coffee. If you're already drinking JBC, raise your mug. If you're not, raise your standards. Check them out in social media and remember, they roast, you just brew. Check out their new online store at youjustbrew.com and up your coffee game today. Use code NECRO15 to receive 15% off your order of two pounds or more. So on this plane ride, a man started to tell Kyle telepathically that he was gonna crash the plane, which is terrifying. I mean, if you're th- sitting there and... And you hear that in your head. Right. Sure. So, Kyle... I'm telling I, you guys something telepathically right now. Do you hear it? Yes, I do. And that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Move on. Nice. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, Kyle decided the best thing to do was just try to stay calm. But he said this made the man mad. The man then touched Kyle's leg, to which Kyle said, quote... I can feel him inside my mind. Hmm. And when the plane landed, the man told him, quote, you did a great job. You passed. Go enjoy your family. We have a job waiting for you when you get back. Crazy. Yeah. I would assume that guy didn't even exist. Right. You know. Sure. Kyle said at the baggage claim, people began to sniff him, which he would later find out is the alien showing their dominance. By sniffing you? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Or did Kyle just forget to take a shower? I mean, people were just sniffing him. Yeah. <laughs> his, his trip to his parents' house didn't give him any relief. He said everywhere he went, people were sniffing him, and they would also smile, laugh, and stick their tongues out at him. <laughs> that doesn't remind me of gang stalking. But yeah, would, seriously. <laughs> but would they shoot their fingers at him? <laughs> I don't know. Would they, Dave? It takes him, like, 15 clicks on his <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a soundboard soon folks i promise (laughs) just buy some merchandise when it comes out and sign up for that patreon and we'll get a uh, soundboard here real soon so these people started threatening kyle and his family telling him to quote go to church so because that solves every problem (laughs) he assumed this meant the altar church uh, so he promised these people that when he got back to Idaho, he would go. When he finally went to a full service at the altar church, 
He said as soon as he sat down, everyone started to sniff him. <laughs> and Kyle noticed the smell of, quote, reptile and vinegar. What the it, fuck does reptile mm. smell like? I mean, I can kind of imagine, but I don't think I could smell it in a church and be like, that's fucking reptile. I don't know what a lizard would smell like. Mm. Why vinegar? I don't know. Uh, and he's pulling this from straight from the reptilian stuff because mm. this made him realize that he wasn't dealing with the government. He said it was uh, he realized this was aliens doing this to mm. him. We got to touch on the reptili- reptilians at some point. We've mentioned them a lot and I don't know shit about what that means. Yeah, we'll get in. We'll do a whole episode on David Icke and all his mm. books on the reptilians. Stick around, folks. That's coming up sometime in the next four years of the show. <laughs> Then Kyle said that he was followed and harassed by these people that were under control by aliens day and night. Then one day at a local bakery, things took a major turn for Kyle. One day, I was in the bakery at Safeway when I got surrounded by a bunch of old men. Some of them looked at me and sniffed, so I knew it was them. They started stimulating my penis and anus simultaneously. (laughs) Then they spoke aggressively. They said, Humans are nothing more than a result of a successful genetic experiment. You are a threat to the way these people think, and you can no longer be free in society. Your life is over. You are nothing but a toy. Your purpose now is to suck dick. (laughs) That's a great interpretive reading. That's how I felt he would have wrote that part. I mean, that's pretty intense. So, like, did he get a hander at the bakery counter, or are they just (laughs) over his pants, or...? I'm, I'm not. I wrote the opening assuming that he was getting a hander at the bakery counter, but <laughs> be careful at the bakery or on those glazed donuts. <laughs> Reading his whole manifesto, I don't understand where all this sex stuff comes from. Did he finish? Do we know? Did he blow a load on those old guys? I, Dave, I don't think at this point we can confirm that the alien successful. <laughs> I think he finished. <laughs> Little short neon green loads going all over the bakery. <laughs> Fucking like he's getting straight out of Star Wars, blowing his load on the, the glass that separates the baked goods from the rest of the public. <laughs> like Ecto Cooler flying everywhere. Ecto Cooler. <sighs> so unable to... Uh, to take it anymore, Kyle said that he attempted suicide by filling his the back seat of his car up with charcoal, lighting it on fire, and then rolling the windows off. That's not a very efficient manner of suicide. If you no, it's me. not. It's ridiculous. That sounds like the worst fucking way to try to kill yourself. He said that the alien stopped him from actually killing himself because he woke up outside of his car and felt that it was <laughs> them who pulled him out. I don't really get how he got out of the car. Did he or, ever really put okay. himself in the car? I, did did bystanders get him out? I don't know. He doesn't say like where he was when he did How this. How did he or... light the charcoal in the back seat? Because without any airflow, it's a little hard to Maybe light. Maybe the windows charcoal. open or the air condition blowing with the mm. windows on. Mm. You can get a nice cross breeze though. I guess. You throw some burnt newspaper back there? <laughs> I'm almost feeling like maybe he didn't shut the door all the way and when he passed out, he just fell out of the I'm car. I'm also fucking thinking none of this happened. None of this happened. It's very possible. So with the aliens not allowing him to commit suicide, Kyle turned to the VA hospital where he was admitted and given medicine for schizophrenia. 
He said the medicine did nothing for him, and he felt that it was the VA's goal just to make him into a crazy person. Well, Kyle, that was probably a mistake. Well, I can get where he's coming from with that because hospital, like I'm sure VA hospitals are the same as going to a normal hospital. If you go, they don't give you like a, like they don't figure out what you need. They have like standard medications. Like for bipolar, it's um, lithium. So if you get admitted due to something going on with bipolar disorder, they just pump you full of lithium, mm-hmm. keep you for 24 to 48 hours, and then send you on your way. So And what they give you is like a standard amount like every time like yeah they, I, I think so yeah so i think probably for schizophrenia they're probably giving them say i would assume seroquel that's kind of the big one mm-hmm. they're probably just giving them a bunch of that and and va hospitals you know we know are overcrowded and yeah it's not like you're getting great care all the time and some places underfunded sure so i, I which I, is terrible by the way yeah oh yeah i think there's some truth to him not not getting proper help with that yeah Guy served this country. And just seeing himself as like, oh, they're just trying to treat me for something and they're trying to get me out of here. So he didn't take them seriously. Because the hospitals can't keep you. There's no. Well, they don't have them. No, they can't keep you. There's no like asylums anymore unless it's criminal, right? It has to be criminal hospital. They still have a 72-hour hold, don't they? But they don't have anything that you can actually be admitted to and kept Mm. there until you're stable. Regardless, the guy served this country and he should have received better care. Yeah. So the only way that Kyle could think to get this to stop was to go back to the altar church where he started to think that this was some sort of meeting point for these aliens. Which might be. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still not clear how the altar church inserted themselves in his life. How did he initially... He but, went. Yeah, but he but he said he, he went, signed up for the text messages. Yeah, we but think. He, only after receiving a text message on his track phone to go there in the first place. It's like what happened? And he initially got to this church. I think is a mystery still. Yeah, somehow he ended up at this church. Yeah, and, and then he got the track phone. Probably signed not, up for a messaging group, and then started getting the text daily from. It them. said he got the track phone and got messages from the first guy at the church, which brought yeah. him to the church. Like his, how it kind, of, how he says it is that he was having these hallucinations and all this stuff, and then the guy he felt that guy was telling him to get a track phone. He got the track phone and then went to the altar church. I don't even know if that John Padula guy is real. Yeah, exactly. But somehow he ended up at the altar church, and I think he signed up for some type of a mailing list or text message right, thing. Right, but that's missing the link between how he initially got to the church. Well, I think the right. story's missing a lot of well, links. Though. I believe the altar church is full of aliens. So that's my opinion. <laughs> and I think why he takes us out on Tim Remington is I think Tim Remington's the only physical person that he can link to any of this stuff at this point so after going to a couple services at the church kyle said he began to talk to tim remington face to face and at one point in their conversation he said that tim quote revealed himself he said that tim's face turned in to the alien face that kyle had drawn from the picture that we posted on Mm -hmm. instagram it's just like they live man yeah I've not seen that movie. Oh, that movie's I know good. that's bad from a wrestling wow. fan who loves fucking Roddy Piper. I have not seen that movie. I mean, even if you don't like wrestling, it's one of the greatest movies ever. I yeah. don't disagree from what I hear. It's one of those cult classics from the 80s. It's a good movie. What year was that? 
what, like 87, 88? I don't know. 88, 89? That's when he left. Yeah. He left the 86, WB after 87. 87 would be my guess. Oh, 86, 87. Yeah. He left the WB after 87, though, to go focus on movies. I'm going to say 86, 87. Okay. Yeah, you can look it up it. and you can tell me. I'll look it up right now while we're talking. <laughs> Continue, Ian. I think it's 86, though. Yeah, that movie's They phenomenal. Live, 1988. Okay. John Carpenter. Oh, yeah. That, has awesome. That, has that man ever made a bad movie? Never. <laughs> it's a god. After he sees Tim Remington's face turn into this alien face, Kyle goes into a brief attempt where in 2016 he tried to go back to school, but the same harassment continued. And that's kind of where his story stops, and he goes into wanting people to know that he's a good person and, quote, the people I killed are not what you think. Well, did he actually kill people? Well, he thought he killed Tim Because Remington. he wrote it after. Right, okay. he wrote right. this after. So, and then he well, also... he said people, though. Yeah, I don't... I think maybe... I don't know. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Not important. And then he also included a, uh, a letter to President Obama... Mr. Obama, I want to thank you for your sacrifice to this country. It's very upsetting to hear you talk about the things that they do to you. Why do you let them? I suppose you have no other choice. I've been struggling with them myself for over a year now. I had nothing to lose, so I chose this instead. I could never tolerate that much abuse. I hope you don't take any of their threats too seriously. Everything is a game to them. Realize they consider the entire human race a plaything, including you. They brag to me about what they do to you. I'm sure you already know, but he doesn't love you. The brains don't even work that way. (laughs) I don't know you personally, but they've shown me a lot about you. You're an amazing person. I hope you stop letting them humiliate you. Why be afraid to retaliate? Kennedy wasn't. It's time someone took a stand against this nonsense. Can you think of a better legacy than that? What's worse, having everyone know the reality of the situation or watching some of our best and brightest become slaves. I wish you the very best with the remainder of your presidency. If you're still in there, stay strong. I wonder, I was, I forgot to look it up. I wonder if, uh, if Obama ever acknowledged this incident. Uh, I'm assuring no. he did not. <laughs> no fucking way. Well, the pre, the, the pastor, or yeah, Tim Remington, he was like a big up pastor. He was, I mean, he wasn't. Like, like Democrats, after. no, before. Hmm. So I mean, he had a lot of connections because the night before this, he was given a service to uh, Ted Cruz. Hmm. Really, the night before he got shot. There's an extra like twenty plus pages to the manifesto detailing the aliens' behavior, their technology, and things that they've manipulated throughout history. A lot of it is just, I mean, it's just droning nonsense. But the summary is is that there's no God, heaven, or hell, and that these are all ideas that the aliens have created to control us. The government knows about this, and President Kennedy was the only one to stand up against them, which is why he was assassinated. Based on what? Like, what do they base that on? Uh, I don't think any. This is not. This is just his his stuff. This, okay. Um, The aliens use a type of electrical wave technology to control us, causing, quote, visual and auditory hallucinations, smelling, tasting, heart rate fluctuations, erections, and every other CNS event, which would be central nervous system. Mm -hmm. 
As far as their behavior, Kyle said that their six main characteristics are, quote, megalomaniacal, obsessed with sex, extremely aggressive, fearful and paranoid, power hungry, and obsessed with control. And then in, uh, in November 2017, Kyle was sentenced to 25 years in prison and will be eligible p- for parole in 2027. Well, okay. That's the story. Kyle of- Odom is, uh, I don't know, the most amazing thing about the story is it didn't start with a Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have a lot of stories about Idaho. Give them their fucking moment, Dave. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because it sounds like a Florida man. <laughs> Give Idaho their moment of fame here. I kind of feel bad that he was just sentenced to regular prison because he's obviously very, mm. very sick. Yeah. And probably doesn't belong in a in a regular prison system. And he's clearly not getting the treatment that he probably needs. I, Do you think he even knows why he's locked up? I maybe after getting medicated and I don't know. I mean, you talk about it. Uh, you know, not guilty by reason of insanity defense, and you know things like this is where that's appropriate. Yeah, I would should probably be in a hospital. Yeah, getting mental health treatment instead of prison. Yeah, I think based off his uh, the manifesto, he didn't think what he was doing was wrong. He was just putting sure. a stop to what was going on in his life. It's a crazy story. What yeah, if it's true? Uh, that's you how know, I, I found about that too. Like, what if this is, what if this guy legit, I mean, he's a smart, well-educated man. Yeah. What if, what if some of this is true? What if he was getting fucked with? Yeah. And what if there are no, aliens what if the infiltrating aliens the government? It's real. Yeah. yeah. What if this is real? Has Obama taken a lot of text around, text around this? I'm. He fucking should. <laughs> I, I think it's safe know. to say he did not. Well, I think it's a prime time event. We could show that all over the country. Well, that's how I found this again. Was I was on 4chan on the paranormal board, and mm-hmm. someone was talking about this and talking about it like it was real, like there was credible things within this manifesto. Hey, man, seems crazy, but you, know, you never know. In all fairness, if you ran with MK Ultra, I'm sure there's been a lot of people talking about the government did shit to them yeah. that probably did happen and not everybody's crazy but i think with kyle he was just very uh it's a very uh, sick person it's a wild story it's one of those sad stories like this guy should have got some fucking help he's a marine vet this is we're not talking about 10 15 20 years ago this was fucking 2016 yeah this guy should have got some help i agree and it's that's the saddest part about this whole story this guy should have should have been treated for this yeah, I mean, the pew-pew shit is hilarious. Well, uh, we had fun with the whole story. Pew-pew! <laughs> we had fun with the whole story. Because it's a fun story. When you just yeah. look at it for what it's being told. And the well, it's a man and, who, who needed help. You know, the part that I completely forgot about was... Um, the alien, why they look like like Muppets, was that he said that the aliens had created Muppets, and he specifically named Elmo, and that was to get us used to what they look like. Oh. Yeah, he specifically details that. Maybe Jim Henson was an alien himself. Yeah. Look at that. He mm. must have been, because that's what the... Yeah. Yeah. The oh. alien is very interesting. I've never seen someone draw an alien that looked it, like that. It, yeah. it, it's an interesting drawing. If you have not seen it, check out our socials. It's out there. We posted it. All right, Ian, you got anything else on uh, Kyle Odom? No. 
No, I'm about covered it. Yeah, that's about it. I, we can uh, figure out a way to post a link to the to the manifesto. Well, yeah, we'll post that out there. There's a if you Google it, it's a lot of it's redacted, but I have a legit copy. So maybe we'll tweet it out. Yeah, figure out a way to get it out there. All right, Dave, you got anything else? Any last thoughts on Kyle Odom? No, sir. All right, um, Ian, where are we at with the uh, iTunes and all that fun stuff? Yeah, I just wanted to give a big thanks to everybody that's been listening. The missing four one one episode just hit a thousand over a thousand downloads today, and that's God a, damn. That's the fastest we've ever had one hit a thousand. So it's like four days. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. So I mean we don't have any shout outs for iTunes reviews or anything, but but uh but thank you to everybody that's that's listening. Yeah. It's um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. The uh the O. J. Simpson episode and then the uh Missing four one. The missing four one one, thank you. <laughs> Fuck. Too much uh Miller Light tonight. Those episodes hit a thousand uh, downloads real quick, yeah. which is fucking amazing. So if you're out there, if you're using Apple, if you're using iTunes, please hit the subscribe button. We are really trying to get back on the iTunes charts, charts, and uh, the subscriptions go a long way to help us get there. Um, we are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube uh, at Necronomapod, and uh, hit us up. Let us know if you have any requests. If you have any. Uh, have anything you want to give us feedback on we appreciate uh, interacting with you guys and uh love talking to you thanks so much for listening are you guys ready for a cool down beer cheers shot a <laughs> 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 <laughs>